0: Being able to see people who come in here and they are not aware of their worth and their value, and they're able to experience that sometimes for the first time, it really is beautiful. Um, I see them breaking free. I see them recognizing their own strength because a lot of times when people are dealing with addiction and they're in recovery that they need strength and that's not something that they readily find and that they feel but this gives them an intrinsic strength that they didn't have before as an ambassador i work with people who are in recovery from addiction and that could be addiction to drugs um, I work with women who are smokers um, and they're pregnant and they're trying to quit smoking. And so they are, of course, invited to participate. Um, And then I've had people come in with food addictions, pornography addiction, um, really anyone who just needs to break free. Of all the five certifications that I've held, fitness. This was by far the most thorough as far as fitness is concerned. Um, But also I learned so much more than just the fitness aspect of teaching classes. I was given tools to help people come to come alongside them spiritually, um, to lift them up emotionally. But I think most important uh, what it did was it gave me back myself. And through that self-awareness of who I am as a daughter of Christ I'm able to then help them understand who they are in their original design and their identity.
1: I think Revelation Wellness fits perfectly with what we're trying to do here in the neighborhood by being able to again offer something that is, is not offered, being able to love them, love my neighbors, love my friends in a way that looks different. It meets a need and it's a way that I can love these women that I, can't, I wouldn't be able to without the fitness classes. And that if I hadn't gone through training, maybe some of these lives would not have been touched. I wouldn't have been able to reach them without it. Because people have decided to give to Revelation Wellness, we have seen people have their cholesterol numbers come way down. We've seen obese women who have not moved in years come and move their bodies and get freedom. We have seen women get past diabetes, get off of their insulin. And we have seen freedom for hearts and souls that have never experienced that before.
2: There's an epidemic of anxiety and depression. There seems to be uh, a large number of women who come to class who think they're not enough. I hear a lot, I can't do that because I'm this size, or I can't do that because I have this injury. And we say, hey, this class is completely modifiable. We will make a place for you so that you can worship with us. Without the generous gifts and donations, from the donors of Revelation Wellness, I would not have been able to attend instructor training. And I wouldn't have received the leadership skills and the change from the inside out that God required for me to do what he has me doing now.
0: Partner with Revelation Wellness. Because of generous people like you, people like me are able to help others find their original design. Give today.
3: Hey guys, you just heard a video testimonial from three of our ambassadors, Carrie Evans, Tracy Sarris, and Janet Drez. Our ambassadors, you may or may not know, these are people who come through training on our donors, our donors. Thank you. You partner with us to get this message into hard-pressed areas. And our ambassadors come through training completely on the dime of our donors, fully paid for, books included, completely equipped, and there is aftercare for them as well as a um, allotment of money so that they can invest, get the equipment they need, tools that they need to get going, to hit the ground running, and take their ministry into these unique communities, often communities that are underserved, underserved, over overlooked. And health and wholeness, uh, maybe, maybe once I get around to paying my bills, right, those kind of communities. And we know that when we move bodies, hope shows up, renews their minds, gives them tangible hope and change can be made happen, breakthrough, chains are broken, breakthrough happens. And so I want to thank you donors, you make that possible we have every intention of continuing in platoon 26 our next class to enroll as many ambassadors as we can afford to give so if you are someone considering becoming an instructor and you work in a marginalized community you are you are in that zone right now you know people you have those connections to get in and serve that population you need to let us know swipe up on the show notes and download an ambassador Packet from us find out what that means to be an ambassador. It's very different than an instructor in the sense that You are our our missional people going into those hard places And we have a special place for you in our heart and in our prayers and in this family, which we want to walk with you so Thank you donors. You make that possible and because of that you guys end of the year giving we are in the season to give to give giving good gifts Thank you. Those of you who have given to us uh, for the end of the year giving, thank you. Um, Whoops. Well, I'm just going to let that go. We're going to have my phone go off. (laughs) Um, I want to remind you that it's still time to give. And for everyone who gives a thousand dollars or more, you are going to be in my personal Saturday group. We are going to meet on Saturdays in a Zoom call We're going to fast together for 21 days and we're not just do a fast. I want to walk with you. I want to, I want to impart upon you. We're going to move your body, but we're going to do some restoration, some gentle work together. You know, I know you might think, well, it's the new year. I need to lose some weight. At least I need to burn some calories. No, we're not doing that. We're going to, we're going to go this humble little way. And fasting is how we're going to kick off this um, new year. And you're invited to do that. Fasting is not a diet. It is an invitation to put everything else on the altar so that the Lord would be made gloried in your body, in your mind, in your heart, in your soul, and in your strength. So you will get into my group a $1,000 or more. I would be honored to see your face for a few Saturdays. If you can't make that Saturday class, then I will be sending you the replay and you'll be able to keep the teachings and keep the content for as long as you want to have it. Okay guys, thanks again for how you equip us. You light my fire to keep doing what we do here and I'm grateful for you. So enjoy this podcast today. You're going to learn more about our ambassadors, a few more, an interview with our ambassadors. I hope it informs you, inspires you, and enlightens your heart to see that this is about so much more than fitness. Love you guys. Thank you. Peace. All right, everyone. We have a special treat. When I saw this on my podcast calendar, I was excited. One, it's like getting together with old friends. Uh, Two, far, far away friends. And three, I get to unveil more for you guys as those of you who partner with us on Mission for Revelation Wellness. To actually give you voices and story of what is happening in the world as we use fitness as a tool in this unique way and and take it out into the community. So I have three ambassadors here today with me, Penny, Robin, and Spring. Um, so I'm going inter- to, I'm going to just go one by one and they're going to share a little bit of how they minister the good news of the gospel, uh, in their very unique way in the very unique community. So, um, Penny, let's start with you. And if the others could don't mind meeting, that would be great. Go ahead, Penny.
4: Hi, I'm Penny Williams. Uh, my husband and I are, uh. North American board church planners, and we're also uh, missionaries for the Navajo reservation. We have a church in Cornfields, Arizona, and uh, this has been a very unique year for us, but God has moved in our people and grown in our people in a way that. Uh, is unimaginable that we didn't even see mm-hmm. um, uh, coming. It's been a blessing to be partnered with Revelation Wellness, what they've brought into my life and how it's changed me and uh, what um, wh- how I've grown and how I've been able to lead our women in mm-hmm. our church uh, through Revelation Wellness and also that my husband became a Rev Wild and, uh, uh, mm-hmm. instructor as well. And so it's been a, a one great year for us. Um, and The Lord just uses um, all the things that I, I learned through training to teach the women uh, that I minister to. Could you tell us what's an
3: average week look like? I know we're in a unique time right now, but if we didn't have what yeah. we have right now, what would an average week in your community look like as you implement what you've learned?
4: Okay. So mainly, um, so we live in Shiloh, which is two hours away from our church. So we usually on average week, we would go up on the weekends, uh, on Friday night, we would get the church ready and everything. And then Saturday, I would ha- Saturday morning, I would have a class, um,
2: mm-hmm.
4: a fitness class of, uh, five, six, seven women. Um, and so, uh, we would get together and, Our classes are more like Bible studies. I'm blessed because they come and they sit and they just, they want to, um, to glean the the word. And so I'm able to share what the Lord has done in my life and how he's, he's, um, teaching them. And also I'm able to lead lead them and exercise as worship and they enjoy it. So
3: tell us more about the community of this um what kind of uh obstacles do the women in their culture and their environment that they experience that you find having to, to to walk with them
4: well um first of all um the number one thing is that health in uh in all of native america but um and women too as well as just it's, it's very poor. Um, yeah. They don't understand how to, most of them have a hard time understanding how to take care of themselves. So we have to lead them in um, mm. how to take care of themselves and their houses and
1: mm. everything
4: else mm. as far as that goes. And um, abuse is mm. uh, rampant on mm. the res. So also mm. uh, through um, that as well.
3: Wow. Wow. Can you share with us any, a story of the particular that stands out from engagement um, when, when someone moved their body or went through the program or whatever it is that you, that sticks out to you, that feeds your fire?
4: Yes, most definitely. So um, when we moved, uh, let's see, about 14 years ago, when we first came on to the Navajo reservation, um, we met uh, a woman we call grandma. Uh, we actually rented a house from her when we first moved on to the res mm-hmm. um, for three years. And when I started fitness classes, she is 80 now. So uh, when mm-hmm. I started fitness classes, she was 79. Mm-hmm. And um, when I started, fitness classes, she couldn't get enough of it. She Come was on. just, she was like, are we having it? Or, you know, what are we going to do this week? And, mm. you know, she was just really excited about getting healthy. And she would bring me papers that her doctor had um, brought her and said, you know, they want me to do these exercises. Can you help me? Can you show mm. me how to do these? Mm. Can And so it's, she's just a sweet, sweet lady that, uh, loves the Lord. We saw her come from not knowing if she was saved. She would ask questions like, um, how do you know that you're saved? And, mm-hmm. and then she came from that to leading someone to the Lord and then getting on fire and using, uh, the revelation wellness classes just to grow her in discipleship, to help her understand how to, to use her body,
3: yeah. uh,
4: for, for the Lord. Amen.
3: Ah. That is exciting. Every time I hear the story, her name again is, is gra- Grandma. What
4: was her name? We we call her grand. We call her Grandma. Her. Aww. We call her grandma. Yes.
3: Come on, everyone. <laughs> yes, because she grandma. looks
4: like my husband's
3: grandmother. <laughs> right. That. Exactly. Years old. Praise <laughs> God for her. Well, bless bless that community. I'm going to come back Amen. towards the end so we can know how to pray. But I'd like to move okay. on to Robin. Robin. Tell us a little bit about your ministry as an ambassador in Brazil, correct?
2: Okay. Can you hear me okay? I had to put headphones in because they started doing some construction above me. Yeah, I thought I heard a little something. something. That's okay. Yeah. Sounds good. We can hear you. Okay. Okay. Very good. Um, So I'm with the ministry down in um, Brazil by the name of Shores of Grace, and we're a ministry that works to fight against um, prostitution. Um, trafficking and abuse. And one yeah. of the primary ways we do that is through the restoration of families. Mm. But um, we have ministries that do prevention, yeah. rescue, and restoration. Mm. Uh, we have a ministry that like goes into the communities and works with the children mm. um, that are at risk of mm. being trafficked or entering into prostitution. Mm. Um, we have a rescue home for little girls Or I say little girls, but, you know, between birth and 18 that have been impacted by abuse and trafficking. And Mm -hmm. then we also have a street ministry that goes out um, to those who are homeless. And then we have another street ministry that goes out to the women who are actively um, working in prostitution. In Mm -hmm. Brazil, prostitution is considered legal. So it's not Mm -hmm. a criminalized Mm -hmm. endeavor. Um, you can't register it as a business, but you hmm. can engage in prostitution as a way um, hmm. to work. So it is, it's is—it's common.
1: Hmm. A lot of
2: the women end up entering into um, prostitution because they were introduced to it as a young age. Hmm. Um, many of the women that we encounter on the avenues hmm. are there because they need to feed their children.
3: Robin, how did you get involved with, what's the name of the actual ministry? Because a lot, for just so you know, donors, for um, our ambassadors, they often already have their foot in the door with a ministry, or they're working at a church, or there's something already there, and they go, oh, Revelation Wellness needs to be added to yeah. this ministry. So how did you, who, what's the name of the ministry you partner with, and how did you feel called to this particular demographic? So
2: it, it's actually um, a kind of long story, so I'll try to condense it okay. really quick. Um, in 2011, I owned a coffee shop in Lubbock, Texas, okay. and I had been listening to some music -hmm. And um, downloaded some of the music, received an email that these people were going to be touring. So I invited them to come to my coffee shop. Mm -hmm. When I did that, that's when I found out they had a ministry in Brazil. I didn't know. I just loved their music. (laughs) So they come to my coffee shop, they play, and we just really felt God knit our hearts together to Mm -hmm. open a coffee shop um, and to use coffee as the vehicle to spread the gospel message. But years passed. And I went to work um, for a women's ministry in Northeast Texas by the name of Hope Ministries. Okay. And it was there that I brought Revelation Wellness.
3: Okay. Yeah. Because uh, I remember I, you being in America and then you moved to Brazil. Yeah. I'm like, okay, she's relocating, ambassadoring. Good.
2: Yeah. So what happened is I knew I was going to be in the States for a couple of years. Nick and Rachel, Wish of Grace, mm-hmm. said, we've got a friend that needs somebody to come be an executive director. If you're going to be in the States for a few years, would you go do that? So I did. And it was wonderful. And that's where I brought Revelation Wellness okay. into my life. And I led the moms, uh-huh. um, the single moms in movement and nice. teaching them um, yeah. that their body is more Amen then you know what we in America have such a tendency yeah. to to perceive the body come on and the unique thing about hope ministries is it's multigenerational, so they nice. also bring in the um senior women, mm. so we would do movement with them. My time in the states was coming to an end, and I moved um back to brazil okay, and when I did that, I came still with the intent to um do revelation wellness here and right. I've just finished up my time of getting the coffee shop open and running. Nice so I've been here for two years. Well done and um the cafe opened and then the pandemic hit and then it yeah. closed. Tell us about so it. now it's <laughs> right. So now it's reopening but I've been able to step away. Okay. Uh, it's in the hands of the people that it needs to be in the hands of the locals. Nice. Um, the people that need to run it, and I'm a, now a part of the ministry that goes to the avenues. So, so um, with that, I am working with the women who are actively in prostitution, okay, or have okay. actually, or who have left prostitution. Okay. So, and how- I teach a Bible study for the girls at our rescue home.
3: Yeah, tell me what like maybe an average week is for you right now, or maybe a common one, not COVID-related. That um- not. <laughs> So Remember those I, days, everyone. Let's yes, the good old days. <laughs> Let's talk the about the good
2: them. old days. <laughs> um, we are uh, uh, we have many times that we spend in an intercession, mm-hmm. and then I um, lead a Bible study with our girls that mm-hmm. are in our rescue home, and mm-hmm. I pull a lot of that identity truths that I learned through Revelation Wellness mm-hmm. into our Bible study time. So. For example, today we had our Bible study and I was working with the girls on making their identity statements and Mm -hmm. declaring their identity statements. And Mm -hmm. then they wrote poems using Mm -hmm. those identity statements, trying again to get that focus off of the physical appearance, but into what God says and who God says that we are. Mm -hmm. Um, On Fridays, we go out to the avenues and we minister to the women Mm-hmm. that are actively in prostitution. And so that involves, of you know, speaking prophetically over them, mm-hmm. telling them who God says yeah, that they words are. Words of life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, speaking mm-hmm. those words of life, Elisa. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We have active discipleship times with the women. Mm-hmm. Um, last sunday we got to baptize one so Mm. it was Mm. um our our weeks are really full with planning and then going to outreach praying and getting equipped and going for outreach
3: awesome do you have any particular story that sticks out with you of a person or a place (laughs) a moment a time
2: yeah so this is actually with one of our missionaries Okay. So I am in a country where I'm not fluent in the language, <laughs> but praise the Lord movement is universal. Amen. Right. True. Movement is yeah. a universal language. Yeah. The body language. Health. Yeah. Yes. And health is a universal language. People yeah. long and desire to feel good. So mm-hmm. when the pandemic hit, one of our missionaries who loves to go to the gyms couldn't go. And so God used the opportunity with Revelation Wellness and RevWell TV Mm -hmm. for us to get together and move together. Mm -hmm. And since I'm not fluent in Portuguese and she doesn't speak any English, (laughs) at night, the night before, I would watch the video of the one that we were going to do. And I would take the message and I would put it into Google Translate and I would translate it into Portuguese and then I would give it to her in paper. Wow. And then using the little bit of Portuguese that I knew, I would encourage us during our movement. Hmm. And so it really bonded us together as sisters in the Lord. Amen. And um, just gave us a love of mu- movement together, a love yeah. of the word together. Yeah. And that's so special and precious because recently she was just diagnosed with colorectal cancer. Oh, come on. And um, yeah. we know there's so much hope. Amen. Like God is gonna on, do Lord. such a huge thing. And we know yeah. that he's healing her even now as we speak. Right. Wow. But I'm so grateful for Revelation Wellness for creating that opportunity wow. um, for us to be together, to join together, for our hearts wow. to connect using that universal language.
3: Wow. And so it, thank it, you. <laughs> it's like the Lord knew that there would be a storm coming mm-hmm. for her, but a seed was planted that her body is good and that she can, yes. she can weather it and be present even in the hardest yes. of times. So well done. Amen. Way to deliver Amen. the pizza, <laughs> which you, if you some of you donors are like, wait, we're delivering pizza? Yes. You'll know. Yes. Come through instructor training. We, you'll know yes. why, why we call it pizza. Thank you, Robin. Okay. Now we have spring. You are over in Brazil. Tell Please. us. Oh Belize, that's right. We just got done with Brazil, two bees. and in somewhere down in
5: the southern areas of the hemisphere.
3: <laughs> tell us, go ahead and tell us, Spring, what you do down there.
5: My husband and I work with a deaf church, so it was planted. There was a uh, the previous mission, missionary felt called to plant a deaf church about uh, thirteen or fourteen years ago, mm-hmm. and um, my husband stepped in as pastor, and so part of it that means just like the normal pastoring stuff but the problem is i i assume it's kind of similar to penny that there like there's this exclusion from the fact that you can't communicate with the outside world that that we have to deal with like on a daily basis so just recently like i think it was in the last month or two the the first bible in any sign language came out like fully signed but most of these people like uh, maybe didn't grow up within their homes like I'm trying to think. Some of the mothers learn it, but most of them don't. The fathers don't usually, so they don't have a way to even like. And and the sign language is slightly different than the United States. Um, so they, even the people who are educated, it's hard for them to to um, use that Bible. So just like the communication in the like, okay, how do you read the Bible? Is is very difficult. Um, so that that's kind of where we where we started, and we uh, had intern here for a year, and then. Um, came back in 2017, and uh, my husband's pastoring since then. So, I ca- I just thought it was like I'm already a nurse. I thought it was a great idea to come and uh, have different a different facet for uh, applying to people's health because that that so it was a really neat way to do that. Yeah. And um, we found that the community was open to it. And um, we also go to a Spanish church. So, what's interesting about Belize is it's in Central America. Um, and it's I think it's the only Caribbean country in Central America, but technically, um, they were, a co- they were colonized by England, not technically, they were, but technically our first language is, is English, but I live in the North, and so there's a very high Spanish population, so we go to a Spanish-speaking church, so it was really interesting because I'm leading classes in my second and third language, um, wow. so just, uh, yeah, okay, okay, spring.
3: Fun. Your brain is amazing. I'm. I have brain envy. Do You know how many neural pathways you are carving all the time? Like, like <laughs> See, my husband's like interpreter in the rain. Good job.
5: <laughs> my husband's an interpreter. He can like he can listen to the one language and it comes out. Um, but that's not me at all. Like, just one at a time, please. So, okay.
3: Yeah. So Did you have a background in in sign language, or what? What got you to go? I'm I'm called to these. This these are my people.
5: Um well the short story is it was my husband but um
3: okay. <laughs> uh, he
5: <laughs> he wanted you go, to I go <laughs> he he wanted to like talk to a deaf guy about Jesus is is the short part of that and started and then um went to school to be an interpreter. Um when we got to Blue, it was really got uh, we had 10 days to kind of decide if this is we I as long as I can remember since I graduated high school felt called to go into missions. Mm. And so we were coming to explore here and we went to a church. And uh, so the, the woman who was living here was mostly deaf. She was hard of hearing, but really like she would go to the church and like, there was not a really good way for her to get fed because she would let you know get this pastor's sermon printed out. Um, so we were there interpreting and he will sit down and I am, <laughs> he doesn't know, he's still learning Spanish, right? So I'm like telling him the Spanish like I'm listening to the Spanish and I'm telling him the English and he's signing it. So we're sitting there and he's doing this for worship. Wow.
1: Wow. And
5: um, I get this song. I live in Mexico for a year um, on a discipleship program. And I, this, this song starts playing. That was the song that I brought. I brought home a cassette tape. That's a whole oh, yeah. Um <laughs> that, that had that song on it. And um, it was just like, God was like, this is your next step. Um, of course I'm sitting there crying in front of everybody. And my husband's like, I can't, there's no words. I can't interpret. You're not saying anything. So that yeah.
3: oh. That was it.
5: You yeah, in front of everybody.
3: Okay, so tell us how, what does an average week look like for you in serving with uh, Revelation Wellness as a tool?
5: Sure. Uh, average, not right now. but um, <laughs> back, back in the day. I, I was leading, <clears throat> depending on, because we also homeschool, so depending on my kids being in school or not, like two to four classes a week. And it's fun because at the Spanish church, they have, like, there's four three or four families who live there now so their kids would just come in and and participate in the class and one thing that I really enjoyed about that was um I have had just such a wide variety like kids the um the adults that came to my class there's a whole bunch of teenagers that are deaf um and again this is just a side note but again like the lack of access here also means that people who would be hard of hearing in the States or use a hearing aid don't have that access here. So, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. anyway, so that, so there's like a group of teenagers and then there's these older ladies and this one older lady would come every time, every time I would come and pick her up, she would always come. And her mom told me that she was losing weight. Her blood pressure was getting better because I'm, I'm, I'm the one who's monitoring that. But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. so that, that, that was just really fun and unique. I, I still am trying to find like, uh, be still and be loved in Spanish if you have any ideas, but that's my. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll train you. I'll tra- I'll teach you how to do it. Let, no joke. I will. I'll teach you how to
3: do it. That's amazing.
5: <laughs> but that we also had a team like um, young adult team who came who we I did it some with them. And now there's a lady from El Salvador who came who was stuck here and now is interning with us. So it's kind of fun because she and I, now that I can't leave classes, she and I do, do rev every morning. She admitted to me one time that the reason why she, she started doing that um, is because she wanted to connect, connect more with me. So that that's yeah. really neat to me.
3: But. Yeah. What are some challenges? I know let's not talk COVID, but let's say what are some challenges that you find that we can be praying for? Um, we can ask you know everyone who's listening to be praying. Cause this is, this is, we're in this with you. What is that?
5: We in beliefs in general, there's a huge like people just don't get married. It's harder to get married and then to get unmarried. So people just choose not to do it. And in right. our community, especially most of the women who go to church, their husbands don't. And most of the mm-hmm. husbands who are who are married, like husbands who are hearing um, don't even learn sign language. I'm not, I don't know. I'm not quite sure what they communicate about. Do the dishes have sex? I, I don't know. Yeah. But
3: yeah. Yeah. Um,
5: so that, that, that space of praying for marriages and, and also yes. the I think I remember reading something about pastors and missionaries, how it's like you walk around with a target on your back, you know, that, yeah. that extra, like to our own. Um, and I'm sure, you know, <laughs> too, like Like that yeah. just my own marriage, but, yeah. and just yeah. how to disciple people because it's not just, it is sitting down and reading the Bible, but that's not the only thing it looks like, especially yeah. um, there's a couple in our church who became Christians the past year and then they decide to get married. And it's really, yeah. but sometimes they get in these arguments, or like you're tr- teaching them, okay, this is how you're supposed to deal with finances. You have to make sure you go to your job every day. So those things, in addition to like, wow, biblical stuff, is just as important.
3: Amen. Wow, thank you. Hey, Robin, how about for you? What's uh, something we could be praying about in your um, particular community?
2: Oh gosh, um,
3: any felt need?
2: So felt needs. You can pray for some of the children laws, children's laws here in Brazil.
3: Yeah. Um so
2: that adoption would become a little bit a lot more accessible yeah. for families. Um pray for an end to prostitution. Amen. Um, that the laws In Jesus would change name for sure. Amen. Um, and that family, that family becomes restored and valued. Family. And pray the protection over our team.
3: Awesome. Thank you. We Penny. have about
2: forty missionaries on the ground here. So okay.
3: yeah, that's a lot. Penny, how about for you?
4: Felt need. For us, um my our church is in uh, a transitioning period and um we have a Navajo man who is going is has been um associate pastor, and he will be stepping into senior pastor role, which is a praise for right, that's anyone who's deal. ever been a church planner. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And so, yeah. um, so we have, and, but we'll still be working with our church and everything to get them going, but, um, for him and his wife, um, uh, to, um, to understand their calling and to be able to go full force into it. So that's the main prayer request there. Yes.
3: Okay. Yeah. L- yes. Lord, hear our prayer. Thank you for putting that out in the airwaves. All right. Before we go, I'd love it. If you could just say, and I might be springing this on you, but you'll be fine because you guys are, you know, always ready. Um, would you just let our donors know what they what they have done in your life that is going to is that is affecting theirs, what you can say thank you for to them, because this really is a celebration of what they've done to help us all be where we are today. Penny, can you go first?
4: So sure. So, um, just going through training and what the impact that had on my life and on my marriage, just what it did for me and my family uh, number one and then what it's done for our church and, mm-hmm. um, the exercise equipment that's been purchased, um, yes. all the things that have been given yes. because of being an ambassador. And it's just, it's been a blessing from the, the first, uh, you know, opening of a book, uh, mm-hmm. until now, um, to be a part of this ministry and to be an ambassador, to be supported um, by revelation wellness. Thank you. That and yeah, I just want
3: to remind donors like we uh, we don't just say, well thanks ambassadors that was great. Good luck. Like it really we do try our best to continue to say what's going on? What do you need? Are there we have funds. Let us know things that we can do. I just uh, it's a it can get weary. I mean, we all know this working out in general. We go, to, "Ugh, I don't want to do it." Or you know, it's a discipline. And when we're in a in a hard-pressed community such as any missionary, um any gifting, any showering of, we are with you, even if it is, you know, through the Amazon truck or provision or whatever it is we can do, it is a joy. So thank you donors for doing that. How about you, Robin? What would you say, um, how their gift has impacted? Wow.
2: Going through ambassador training was one of the most impactful things I have had, um, mm-hmm. the opportunity to do through revelation wellness. Mm-hmm. I was the girl who always hid in the back. Mm-hmm. And so through revelation wellness, I became the girl that, uh, come up, up front. front. That's right. We'll and find you, pull you. Let's go. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Nobody got That's time right. for
3: shrinking. Yeah.
2: Um, but that was four years ago, y'all. Mm-hmm. And in this four years, um, revelation wellness has been just a bedrock of teaching for me from launch leadership, yeah. um, revelation wellness review. Yeah. Um, It has been such a gift. And then just this past year, my donations personally were a little bit down and I didn't have the money to um, pay for my annual fee. Mm -hmm. And they reached out and said, we noticed that you dropped off and they they covered it for me so that I could plug back into the community. And it's such a life breath for me to Mm -hmm. know that I've got a group of people that are you know, cheering me on because that's Mm -hmm. one of the big things about Rev that I love is get under the pinata,
3: Mm -hmm. you know, like
2: it is something that I, um, always go back to is that Mm -hmm. celebrating the moments of other people and Rev does it so well. And it has been such a gift for me in
3: these four years. Amen. Yes. Thank you. Donor spring. How about, how about you?
5: So I would say, yeah, I, I went into it like, oh, I'm just going to do something that was healthy and I had no idea. <laughs> Even I, be free, I had no totally. idea how it was going to impact me personally yeah. and my family and, and just the restoration uh, that this past year has has brought. But also, like, if you're thinking about thank you for the impact, like the people. So there's my community, which is small and then there's the the people that I got to see like the the missionaries that I got to do some facebook lives for and then the um the young adults who were from all countries, a bunch of countries in central america so all you think about that impact taking and going to other places which is which is what i really really appreciate yeah. about and wellness yeah. and um i had an interesting story about the equipment that they sent like i i needed like the flooring and so they sent the flooring and the the church uh before COVID, they were coming down every three months, and so they had packed. They like rolled it up, and I was so worried that it was just like going to be rolled forever. Um, so we took it out. It's they're a medical team that comes every three months, so they they took it out, and the 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 PT was like, "Well, I really need something to help people stretch out." So then, before I even used it, she she used it to uh. stretch, and then uh, to stretch people all day. I, um, and then after that, we're, we're using it often, but we also have two two new two babies. That all year we're sitting on sitting on the the mats. So there you go. Different uses. for different- Even
3: as that, amen. What a blessing! Oh my gosh! I this is where I'm like, what else? What else can we send? So donors, this is no joke. This is this ministry is devoted to say calories in, calories out. We have been loved well here. Thank you, donors. You have loved us well, and now we want to push out. We want to continue to push out. Uh, there's someone here today that you know. You're an ambassador. Go to the website, um, swipe up on become an instructor, become an ambassador. Let's talk. Let's see what that looks like. There's someone here listening today that it excites you to um, to find people in this way. Like this, you have been ministered here, whether it's through the podcast or maybe the book or whatever it is. Um, people are often. You know, I, I think we, have, we live in a time of information, lots of information, but when we ask people to move their bodies or um, come bring your bodies, let's talk about your body impingement or impairment, or whether it's a deaf community or Native American community or the trafficked community where they have been sinned against in their body, like the body is taking the hit. And when we can have that conversation, this is revival. I think it happens on massive levels. So um I'm going to, before we go, I just feel like I'm I'm going to pray for, just pray. Can we pray? I'm going to pray and we're just going to, listeners, we'd love for you to just um, also just take a minute to say yes and amen with us because this is not a little fitness ministry hoping to gain, lose a few pounds. Heck no, this is breaking physical and spiritual chains of oppression, whatever it looks like, whether it's generational, passed on, inherited, a lie we believe about who we are, our bodies are holding that story. And um, let's just take a minute as uh, Penny and Robin and Spring are kind of the, I don't know, just like a, an example of the many ambassadors that are out there. Even the people that are working in, you know, just general population, they too need these prayer moments that we could push back some walls. So, so God, we thank you so much. I thank you for these ambassadors. I thank you for this crazy creative idea. And I also thank you, God, that you are bringing provision, that you have favored our undertakings because it is for your glory, for freedom on the earth, and for the worship of you, the one true God, that we would be free to worship with all of who we are. God, we bind up the spirit of oppression in Jesus' name. We bind up darkness in Jesus' name. It is not darkness to you because you are light. Lord, we pray for more avenues to open. (laughs) I pray to have more need to ask for more, God, because there are those who will be met by the love of God, that you transform us first to transform others. I thank you for these ambassadors who have been transformed. I pray you would continue to bless and increase where they said their felt need, God. Come. I I love that we can ask boldly and we approach your throne boldly knowing that in a month or two, we're at the due time, these ambassadors will come back and say, remember when we prayed for marriages? Remember when we prayed that God moved. Thank you, God, that we can live today as if in tomorrow where it is yes and amen. Thank you for our donors, God. Thank you for the provision. Thank you that where our hearts is, our treasures also, Lord. So we ask that you would release treasures into and back into the kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.